Hey, it's Coach Kate here, registered dietitian and owner of RD Kate Sports Nutrition. As a member of the LCC Stars Athletic Department, I teach our athletes what to eat and when to eat it on training days, competition days, and throughout the year. For over a decade, I've been helping athletes of all sports and levels meet their goals. RD Kate Sports Nutrition offers individual consulting, team services, on demand courses, and downloadable handouts. For more information, visit rdkate.com. Hello, friends, and welcome to Coach Cuts Corner. Streaming bright from Michigan's capital city, this podcast is dedicated to helping you better understand the who, the what, and the why of mental performance, personal growth, and Lansing Stars baseball. Coach Cuts Corner, brought to you by iWatch. In collaboration with Lansing Community College. And now here's your host, Stephen Cutter. Welcome back to Coach Cuts Corner. Today I'm joined in the studio with Travis Doyle, LCC's pitching coach, and Jamie Bain. Jamie is a pro scout for the New York Mets and makes his home near the capital city. Thanks for joining me in this morning, fellas. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to be here. We've had a lot of amateur scouts for MLB teams at our games over the past two seasons. Sadly, we just lost a heck of a one with Clyde Weir, who was a native of Lansing and worked for the Tigers for about 37 years. Clyde and I first met at one of our first um, fall scrimmages. He came out, introduced himself, said he was a scout for the Tigers and wanted to know if we had anybody. I kind of laughed a little bit and said, I'm, I don't think so. But uh, at some point, I, th- I think we probably will. And uh, he would always show up, always had a smile on his face, and he's certainly going to be missed. Jamie, I wanted to talk a little bit about scouting and what's the difference between an amateur scout and a pro scout? Um, I think the big difference, I mean, the they're both acquisitional roles, but I think the difference is, you know, on the pro side, we're getting a guy that's more of a known commodity, right? There's, there's a little bit yeah. more uh, data out there. The competition they face is a little easier to judge against, especially as they move up the chain. You know, and sometimes you get into, you know, an area like ours and you got a guy throwing 88 and he's carving people up and he's one of the better players in the area. And he's, that's hard to, you know, there's a, there's an old line that, that I've used for a long time. It's, you know, your judgment's as good as your scale and your scale is as good as your judgment. So if that's what your lens is, is the amateur world, that's what those guys stick out in. Sometimes you move up, and and Travis and I have talked about it, and you see a guy throwing 96, 97, mm-hmm. and went pretty good in the draft, and you see him in double A, and you're like, he can't get anybody out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't mean the same thing. It's just like, uh, you know, they're providing the talent, and then it just kind of, you know, comes up to a, uh, to a point, and that's kind of where... You know, it, and it varies too. Like you see a guy in rookie ball that just signed. You're you're almost doing that amateur level stuff, where you're projecting on a guy. You see a 31 year old in AAA that has been up and down the big leagues. Like, all right, why is he not able to stick? Can we do something with in our organization that allows him to stick more, or is that just what he is? Like, you got to dig the information. The makeup's important at at either level, but I don't have to deal with parents. <laughs> I don't have to go into homes. <laughs> Um, I think that's a big deal. I think the agents are more likely to call me for help than on the amateur side because of the money involved and stuff like that. But 
it's evaluation. It's less projection because of the age as they get older. How much has scouting changed over, we'll just say, the last five years? Oh, I, I, if you say the last five years, I don't think it's changed as much. If you go back a little bit further, I think you have that. And I think it happens every, I, you know, I've been in this game my whole life. My dad scouted, played, and right. and you see it like <laughs> when my dad was probably my age and you'd get around some of those scouts like, ah, these new guys don't know what they're doing, you know, mm-hmm. kind of that whole thing. And then it, it, every 10 years, it's cyclical. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody gets upset at the new stuff that happens and the new guys come in and try to make changes. And it's essentially, it's, it's different verbiage than it used to be. It's just, it's the information's more precise and out there and available, mm-hmm. but the, the terminology that's used, like, you know, when Travis uses some of the things I'm like, and I've had to learn, I'm like, okay, so that's what you mean by this on the mm-hmm. pitching side. And it's just, I think the way that guys evaluate has changed, but I think organizations are actually getting back to, um, from the people I've talked to and, and the organizations I'm with, they want scouts to scout again. They just don't just read me the numbers. I can see that. We want you to go to a game and tell me what you, from your lens, what you see. And I think that's where it's, where the last five years of its change, it's kind of reverted back to a little bit more of the old school, use your eyes. And, but with a, with, with an understanding of the information that's there. More of a blending of two worlds. One, I think that's anything, right? It's usually when it's best. Right. It's when you blend it. The old and new. Right. Yeah. And I think you've, you know, a lot, you see a lot of the scouting is still taking place in facilities and stuff like that, where they're seeing guys throw and seeing that piece, but you're not necessarily seeing how they compete and certain environments and I think and that's a difference right and you get out there and it's and there's been a ton of examples of guys that in a vacuum or you know in their environment you're like that is really good stuff mm-hmm. and they go really high in the draft mm-hmm. and they get paid really well and nobody should be mad at those kids ever mm-hmm. good for them I mean they yeah. did something but then they face a hitter and they're you know they're facing a team full of Different, year old. different environment. Right. Yeah. They're getting shelled. And you're like, dude's throwing 98 with mm-hmm. his 87 on our slider, and the 12 U teams carving him up. Like he's, well, especially the big leagues, once you run into the 500 best hitters in the world, right. it's like. Right. Especially on the pro side, right? Like, yeah. it's we were the amateur side. The other right. day, be one of the nicest people in the world, but he could also hit 110 mile an hour fastball. Right. That's what you could throw. Right. You know? Like, no matter how much your numbers grow, he's going to find a way to do it. Right. You know, so that's. Yeah. When I think the measurement tools are different, like, a lot of guys ask me, they said, are guys throwing harder now? And I go, yeah, the measure, the way we measure it's mm-hmm. different. So I think it's out of the hand quicker, but there's also guys throwing harder, but there's less mm-hmm. guys, you know, throwing strikes. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like the give and take of, and that's where the cycle comes back in because you get, now major league managers going, just give me somebody that throws the ball to the plate. I just mm-hmm. need to, I need somebody to hold runners and get the ball to the plate. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where the cycle comes through. Especially, and it, and it goes to the amateur side, right? Like you go to a Perfect Game or one of these other showcase things and you look on their website and it's touting a kid's spin rate. And then it says he's throwing 69. Right. <laughs> like <going>. Impressive. <laughs> well, you mentioned showcases. It seems like you've done a few of them. What, what's your thoughts on showcases and kids going to them? <sighs> 
I mean, don't you don't <laughs> don't you in the baseball world somewhat feel like if you've got tools, then the best thing you can do is go show them off. Yeah. And if you if need you've to, got tools, if you need to work on those tools, the best thing you can do is go work on those tools. You there's know? a there's definitely a and there are guys for sure um, that are really good at showcasing and not very good in the games, uh, but True. they can, um, you know, I've worked out. Um, back in the day, I worked out a Cuban guy. I threw him batting practice. I hit him ground balls at short, center. He would only swing at the pitches that were on the inner third that he could launch. And if it moved a little bit towards the middle, he would just, you know, spit on it. And then we went to run the 60, and he, they brought out a special masseuse, and he put on a track suit and track shoes. And they started, like, massaging for half an hour, and he ran the 60 twice, and he ran a 6-9. Mm-hmm. And I'm going... Why do why what are we, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> is he going to be able to do that if he's stealing second? Because I don't think they'll have time. <laughs> right. But and I think that's that's the showcase portion, right? Where it's mm-hmm. it's it's quantifiable too, right? You did this on this date. You ran the sixty at this time, and so the kids put it on their thing. And I do it with my daughter too, right? Like, here's the measurables, and here's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And but, then you get in the game, you're like, Have you ever played before? <laughs> like, that's a yeah. That's a that's a you know uh, catcher's interference. What's that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you can't get that inside. Right, you know, track man, that doesn't yeah. count. <laughs> and e- even so, you're looking at those measurables that are happening, and if you measured them three days later, they're potentially going to be different. Right, you know, and just right. it depends on their sleep and different things that are going on in their lives when you're measuring them. So it's it's it is pretty get, interesting. You get calls from coaches too, like yourself or Travis or just guys or the reps, like. Yeah, we got that kid that we brought in. We gave him a ton of money, and he just—he didn't know how to compete. He doesn't know how to get me out. Yeah. Like I don't know if he's going to throw for us, and then he transfers, and then he's somewhere else, and it's just mm-hmm. just a world of talent. But nobody's ever taught him how to play. Right. Which, I do think you see that change now, and especially like certain university showcases where they're only inviting a certain amount of people. Yeah. Um, they eventually put them in a game setting, you know, right. and stuff like that. It's not just like you get ten balls off a tee. Let me see what you can do with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, we've talked about too, like on the rep soto or some of those other things, like the the measurables. Like these kids have figured out if I use a heavier bat, oh yeah, and I use real major league balls instead of the uh, the, the ones that the, are in the yeah. facility, the soft ones. Yeah. yeah. If you hit the ball straight down at the rep soto, yeah. it does read 112. Yeah. 12. That was 113 <laughs> miles an hour. It was 74 <laughs> degrees to the left, but <laughs> it went behind you. But good job. Right, that was yeah. a good exit velocity. But, but that exit velo is the one that shows up. And, right. and through our time and facilities and stuff, you, you would see people using three-ounce baseballs off, off mounds you well, know, it, for yeah, velos. Yeah, throwing and, golf balls. Well, I'm throwing yeah. 117 yeah. today. You're like... <laughs> For sure. Wow, that's pretty good. Or even using misreads. Yeah. I mean, I got a video of, of Bartlett throwing 109 on a rep soda. Yeah. That's, that just saved in my phone. You know what I mean? Well, I, I, <laughs> I went back. My daughter used that blast softball on her bat, and uh, she set it up one time to hit in the basement for this home run derby. And it said she had a 121-mile-an-hour uh, uh, bat speed Impressive. Exit velocity and the ball went 497 feet. Yeah, Softball. That's 15 good. year old girl. Yeah, 15 year old girl. Yeah, did you get that on social media? Uh, no, because that's not real. <laughs> that would be ESPN. one of those ones like, yeah, Cindy Spian, like, this girl hits the ball a ton. Like, what, what Kelly was, Leak. What My daughter's it? name is Kelly Leak. Yeah, that's impressive. What was it growing? What was it like growing up in a baseball family? Um, I don't think you realize it when you're mm-hmm. in it. Right. Like, um, you know, I go through and Travis and I talk about it. 
I don't, I've been in a big league clubhouse since I was two weeks old. I don't know any different. I don't know if I could do anything else <laughs> if it stopped. Um, and it's just, it was part of, part of my DNA. Like even my sister knew something about the game and she never played anything. Right. And, and my brother and my sister's, uh, my youngest sister is actually a, a writer and she's working on a book about baseball and scouting and stuff like that. Like, a you know, uh, fiction, but it's, it's, it's just, it gets, this game gets in your blood and I don't know how to explain it. I'm sure it's, it's like that for soccer in in certain parts of the world where you just, yeah, I, I definitely know that you don't realize sometimes because I, you know, six months ago, I've known Jamie for a minute and six months ago, it was, oh yeah, you know, personal friend of Nolan Ryan, I know Nolan Ryan, you know what I mean? You're like, what, mm. dude, don't Well, you me. don't, well, you don't realize, like, I, then I, Try to catch myself because you sound like you're name dropping. Like, right. like hold on, it did come Jason up Ver- Yeah, Jason Veritex, yeah. Uh, call me. I'll call you right back. Or it's, it's you know, diff- my dad played with Harmon Killebrew, and it's so, different because your circles are different. Your circles are and, different. And if your dad was an accountant, and there were famous accountants yeah, out there. That's who you would know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. And um, I think there's different expectations for family time and what family time looks like compared to you know the oh, yeah. average. I mean, it's just yeah. it's so different. Um, family is very important to me and very much of very much a part of my inner circle. And I, I know for a fact that, you know, college coaching, it takes its toll on, on families. And I think it's, it's coaching just in general because the hours are just different. You know, the games are typically played in the afternoons or the evenings. And that's when most people that have normal jobs are going home for dinner. And well, I, yeah, it's I, just I, different. It's different. And you gotta like, the work-life balance, whether it's a, you know, a female softball coach married to a man who's just, you know, again, going to an accountant or something like that, or, or, I mean, it takes a special spouse to, to trust that person as much as you travel. And it, you know, my dad round tripped Hawaii one time to watch me throw a high school game. Like he landed. I'm like, I thought you were in Hawaii. He goes, uh, I'm going back after you, after you throw and just round trip to Hawaii and never thought twice about it. And Look, I know he got home because I've done it where you drive all night and you've done do you done it. Do you remember how you threw? In high school, I threw good because I had a good curveball in high school. I could, I was always pretty good. Um, good enough for a round trip. Yeah, good enough for a round trip <laughs> to where I could have told you I'm going to do pretty good here. Like, <laughs> um, we've t- I've talked about one of my one of my dear friends that I've known since we were we went to preschool together. He's a scout with the Mets too, but his dad was a scout for a long time, so we've really close. And we talked about that. He goes. He said you were really good in high school because you thought you were really good in high school. Like you know, my stuff wasn't as good as I thought I was, and yeah. that's a tough thing to teach. But um, but like I would have told my dad back then, I'm like, hey, I'll probably go five no hit innings, and then we'll see after that. But well, that, you should come, that, <laughs> like stuff like that. It's like that belief system's huge, though. Oh. You know, just huge, and you can see some really talented people that struggle with that belief system, and they just can't figure it out on the field. It's hard. You know? It's hard. It's hard. You know, my wife's a softball coach at the high school here, and you know, like I said, my daughter plays, and that's a difficult thing. Like you hit a ball really, really hard, and you hit three of them right on the screws, and it goes right to the shortstop. You're like, hey, great at bat, yeah. and then, but yeah, well, game changer says yeah. it didn't have any hits, yeah. and I'm like. <laughs> Like, right. Turn game changer off because those were three good at bats. That's awesome. Yeah, thank God we didn't have game changer as a kid. No, <laughs> we're looking at that way too often. That whole yeah. game changer's changed too, especially at like mm-hmm. the high school level because you've got a lot of parents that are watching it, 
and then as soon as Billy doesn't get the hit that Calling you know dad. they yeah. th- they made they made a mistake and yeah. you know marked it as an error or whatever then they're calling and you know B- Billy's got one more hit on the season he needs that hit yeah you know? yeah. yeah they're seeing that as their kids next four years of college yeah. and yeah. you know like you you're the one that right. shorted that per- perspective perspective yeah. tell me about your family a little bit my wife the kids my wife's from Pentwater Michigan that's why I live here I actually really like well, Michigan. Here's not Pentwater. Here's not Pentwater, but Michigan as a whole. If you're from Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, and Phoenix, and, and and born in Southern California, uh, the whole Midwest is here. Yes. <laughs> Ohio, Indiana, Wisconsin—they're all the same thing. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but for me, it's my wife is is my best friend, Amy. She's she's a single mom and a single dad when I'm gone. She's uh, takes care of the house. She's fantastic. I think she's actually more upset when I'm home for a while because I upset her routine. My oldest son, Carter, is at uh, Central Michigan. Okay. Really brilliant kid. Has always been just a nice, smart kid that's good at trivia. That's He's in the honors program. He got a 34 in the ACT. That's, I shouldn't say this publicly, but that's from his mom, not me. <laughs> she's, she's really smart. She's very educated, couple of degrees, and... Yep. Um, my daughter, Kierlin, goes by Kiki, softball player, pitches, hits, junior at Okemos High School. She's, uh, she's a really talented girl that, again, the belief system in yourself is mm-hmm. it's a hard one. I never struggle with it. So it was, for me, it was always like, you're good. Just get over it. And my youngest, uh, Bennett, is very left-handed. I actually have handed him off to Travis for some pitching lessons because he's too much like me. We'll just... Okay heads a little bit he wants to hear the science terms yes yeah, he's like the, he to hear yeah he wants to be like uh he was travis is explaining to him something and he goes you mean like the kinetic chain and i went travis you got him i'm i'm, I'm out <laughs> oh yeah he's tall he's tall too so it makes yeah. more sense okay. he went to an improv class last night okay. like nice. he's yeah. just you know nice. he's, he's unique and um i try to take him with me on the road we try to have you know it's harder when they get older mm-hmm. you know when they have their friends and their kids yeah. and you want to like no we just go up and let's go to boston for the week and you can't you know you can't do that mm-hmm. as much but they're good i mean there's times like i was in japan for 28 29 days last year and that's gone too long i i just that's too much right you're just you're missing too much and but there's a work-life balance for sure that if you don't get it and you're not married to the right person and not going to work out very yeah. well. It's, it's, it's all about the right person. And we, we teach that in our baseball program too, it's about huge. how that contagious proximity, how important that is and that you've got to line up with somebody that's going to help you support you, cheer you on. You're going to grow together. And if you, if you line up with somebody that's has, you know, jealousy, envy, those different things, needs a lot of needs and you're in these professions of, of baseball and the other sports, Good luck. You're you're gonna have some challenges. Yeah, and that's and you gotta have trust too. I yeah. mean, as much as you're gone, I and I I don't think Amy's ever worried about me. Not that I'm Brad Pitt over here or anything, but I think yeah, you travel enough. What's that? <laughs> I think she's right. Yeah, she's right. <laughs> so I think uh, you know. I just think you got to find that person, and they got to be comfortable in their own skin. So baseball guy, and I'm hearing you're knee deep in softball now. Yeah, it's a wonderful sport. The, what's what's the differences besides pitching? Uh, I mean, the proximity, I think they're tougher. I think they're quicker to be down on themselves too, though. 
I think the boys are better at faking it till they make it. Like they watch enough TV where they point to the sky and do all the stuff. And I think they do a good job of, of that, but it's really, really close, man. Like it's a, the swings are pretty similar. Yeah, the rise right, ball versus right. the four seam. Like right. they're very, very similar. It's the, the real oddball is the pitching piece. The, mm-hmm. And that's the one that's like, um, you know, my daughter will pitch like, well, I got a 60 pitch pen today and then I got to pitch tomorrow. And then we're, I got a here. And then I got on Thursday, I'm doing this. I'm like, that's child abuse. What are you throwing her so much for? And it's like, well, she needs to maintain. That's what, that's normal. I'm like, <laughs> like Travis and I, when you were in there in the thing, it's like, how's your arm feel? Every, I mean, 10 mm-hmm. pitches, like every yeah. kid that comes in, every guy that throws over and yeah. how's your arm feel? It should be written on my chest. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, how's your arm feel? And it's, it's like, and with the softball girls, I'm like, you all right? Yeah. I'm only at 75 pitches. You're like, you're just getting loose. Yeah. Like, Go on. Only 20 minutes in. Yeah. I got three more games today. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> Do you feel like they have more energy, more, they're louder? Um, at times when they're yeah. comfortable in their own skin, yeah. I think they're, I like the chanting in the dugout. I think it's pretty cool. As long as they're not mean to the other, like sure. you said they're in 12U and they're just ripping the pitcher. I'm like, man, that's, that's not very nice. The girl's crying on the mound. Right. <laughs> you know, um, and I, as I've gotten older too, it becomes easier. Again, I think in the youth sports, uh, the, the parental aspect is enormous. Like, in softball, baseball, it's that's the part to me that is like, just let your kid have fun and play, man. Like, yeah. it's they're not <laughs> the likelihood that they play in the major leagues is very slim. Yeah, very just, slim. This is the glory times right now. Have so fun, right? Let's do this. I mean, let's. Yeah. I, I I always tell people, I said I, you know, I challenge her and and we talk about things and but we have a good relationship. I'm gonna miss the heck out of it when she's gone, you know, if she's going to play in college or whatnot, but. But there's a challenge to it, man. Like, there's a challenge to get those girls to believe in themselves. Yeah. We had a girl on our travel team one time. I just told her to dive no matter what because she'd been beat up so much and yelled at. And there was a ball that was up the middle, and she was playing second. And it must have been 15 from her. And she laid out. I mean, full-on laid out. It looked like she couldn't see and just stove and, or, you know, tripped over something. But came out of the dugout, had a girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have three daughters and yeah. I, I fully believe that they need to feel good before they're going to play good. Yeah. Oh, I think so too. I think it's, they have, I got to have white spikes. I got to have this. And, um, I would, I, I'm like that too, though. I would say that yeah, I, I was going to say there's a lot of dudes like that. Yeah. There's a lot of guys like that. <laughs> like, guys. yeah. It's like, but it's more like dude, bro, you know, more than yeah, <laughs> they yeah. probably want to lead on. I, I've trained guys and girls. I've noticed the girls listen better. It seems like I've yeah. definitely seen, you know, eyes on you where the boys are just like slapping each other and looking around. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're, yeah. You say, you say knock it off more often when you're talking. Oh, yes. Dude, knock it off. I snap my fingers a lot. Like I'm talking kind of stuff. The girls are just beat it up. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. The girls will say something like, stop, he's talking. I go, okay. Right. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. What do you know about LCC now that you're in the area and basically living right next door? Um, college wise. College wise, as far as a school as a yeah. whole. Yeah. Um, I always think the junior college route is a terrific route um, in terms of the opportunity, the cost, and it's a chance to just get your footing right when you're. Yeah. We're not all going to be built and physically, mentally, home life, whatever, at 18 years old to be able to step on to a Division One, Division Two campus and compete and go to class and deal with living with roommates. And I didn't realize, you know, I was talking to Travis as he was coming over here. We talked a lot. We, we talk a lot fairly often, but it's a fantastic place for resources like 
you know, the thing we're in now and the resources of, he's told me some stuff that you guys are able to do. And I've gotten to the point and through softball, I've gotten to it more is it doesn't matter what the D is in front of it. It doesn't matter if it's a junior mm-hmm. college, you know, whatever's going to get, whatever your goal is supposed to be to do it. And it seems like, you know, Travis talks about his days at, at, at junior college at Grand Rapids with a lot of, you know, like we were really, really good. And, and I think that's what LCC's become too, right? I mean, it's one of those. It's about the people. It's about it the people, is, right? You find a good restaurant, it, it doesn't matter how great their decor is, but if they've got good people working in there right. and they've got a good chef and right. things like that, right. they're going to have a line of traffic right. going out the door, you know? And, that, and then you're going to drive by and go, yeah. what's going on? What is that place? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mental guys on TV would just stand in line in Vegas and people would line up behind them. And there'd be 50, 60 people behind him in line. And he's not waiting is. for anything. Yeah. You just put up a rope. He's just standing there. And, but I think that's the, right? I, yeah. Law of attraction. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys being on. We're going to wrap it up now. Until next time, thank you to all of our listeners and also to Coach Doyle and Jamie for joining me today in the WLNZ studios. Stay humble and stay hungry. Go Stars. Coach Cuts Corner is recorded live in the WLNZ studios. Engineering and production assistance are provided by Dedalian Lowry. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, please share it and follow us on all the platforms of social media. You can find more about our program at lccstars.com. And donations to our baseball program can be made at the same site. See you next time. Coach.